Today, we hear from the Gospel of St. Luke, the story of the widow of the city called Nain, or Nain, as it's pronounced in most other languages. Nain is a small city, probably what we would refer to in America as a town or a village, around the same size today as it was that glorious day that Christ and his disciples and many people who were following them at the gate of the city encountered the widow of the city of Nain. The city sits near the hill, near the, the foot of the Mount of Tabor, where Christ, in front of his apostles, was transfigured. Many of you that have been on one of our several pilgrimages to the Holy Lands have certainly visited Mount Tabor and the Monastery of the Transfiguration. And it is there in this beautiful lush and green valley on the bottom of the hill that Christ had, had a big crowd following him. Whenever there were big crowds in the, in, the, in the Gospels following Christ, typically it meant that something amazing had happened previously. <clears throat> so today in the Gospel, when we hear of the widow of Nain, and we hear that people are following Christ, many people following him, it meant that he had just done something special. And if you go backwards in your Bible, you'll see that just before the story of the widow of Nain, that encounter, he had just healed the centurion's child. Do you remember this story? The centurion's son was ill. He was the, um, the, <clears throat> the leader of a general of sorts, a leader of a hundred soldiers. And they had sent word to him and said, his son's not well, please come and visit and help him. And he had just healed the child of the centurion. And now he finds himself at the gate of the city of Nain. And they see a funeral procession. In English, they use the word beer, B-I-E-R. And it says, Christ touched the beer. I think I was well past college when I found out what a beer actually was. I thought it was the casket. The beer is actually... Many of you have been to one of our cemeteries and you see that they have kind of a cart that they pull and they put the casket on the cart. The cart is the beer. And so Christ sees this funeral procession and he sees a woman who's weeping. And it is the mother of the young man who happened, just happened to be a widow as well. So she had no more children and no husband. And if you know anything about that time of history, it was not easy in general to be a woman. It wasn't easy to be a widow. But most widows were cared for by their sons. In this case, she would have no son, no husband. And it says that Christ had compassion on her. We've heard this before. In fact, we hear it in the Gospel 13 times where Christ has compassion on someone. And something else to note, if we look through our Bible carefully, you will never read in, a, in the Bible the word compassion used for anyone else. It doesn't mean there weren't compassionate people, but only Christ in the Bible does it say He showed compassion on someone. 
In fact, we're reminded that it is a very godly thing to do, to be compassionate. And Christ says to her, stop crying, with no other explanation. Imagine the different tragedies. We had so many memorials today. Imagine if somebody had walked up to you when you were weeping for your loved one and simply said, stop. We would think they were crazy or mean. And Christ goes and he touches the funeral cart, the beer, and it says the man sat up. This is the third, three different resurrections in the Bible that Christ performs. One was Jairus' daughter. The raising, of course, of today's the son, the only child of the widow of Nain. And then St. Lazarus, who after four days of being in the tomb, was resurrected. And there's subtle differences. The first, Jairus' daughter had just died. The son of the widow of Nain had died the day before. And of course, Lazarus was four days in the grave. So we see, as the fathers of the church tell us, a progression of one that was immediate, one that someone was dead for about 24 hours, so it was a little bit more significant, and one who was beginning to decay and was brought back from the dead. And the fathers remind us today that it is a microcosm of our own salvation, that we progress through life. We have different questions when we're 20, different questions when we're 40, and so on and so forth. And then we reach a time in our life of maturity, both of maturity, of emotional maturity, but also of spiritual maturity. And many times it is the death of someone we love or an illness, a personal illness, that brings about this maturity. We know that everything in our, in our world, in our life, even the most difficult things, can be a blessing to us. They can move us forward in life. Not that we should be praying to experience difficulties, but in other words, we can experience difficulties in a positive way, and it can bring us a blessing. The woman today who was weeping experienced the resurrection of her son. The truth is, from the time that we're little boys and girls coming to church, the church is preparing us to deal with the most difficult things, with the tragedies, with the emotional difficulties, and especially with our own death and the death of the people we love. Today we are reminded not to ever lose hope. When we see death and when we think about death, we should see the resurrection. We should see Christ. We should see that the bonds of Hades are broken. And we should remember that great joy was brought into the world through the death of God himself. We experience death just like every other human being. And in the end, his death brought resurrection. It's no accident that in our churches, almost every time you see the icon of the crucifixion, across from it you'll see the icon of the resurrection. Because wherever there is the cross and difficulties and even death and illnesses, and struggles and difficulties, there is the resurrection. Today we are reminded that we also should be compassionate and bring hope to everyone around us so that they too may see Christ and his resurrection and their difficulties and their sorrows.
May God grant all of us many years to do many good things.